On the Friday edition of the Zone Daily Podcast, I'll give you a report of what happened yesterday at Titans training camp and what Mike Vrabel had to say when he spoke to the media about his status and the status of the Titans star quarterback on Thursday afternoon. Plus, what Greg Cosell has to say about the breakout star from the Titans' second preseason game in Tampa Bay and the guy we'll all be watching Saturday night against the Chicago Bears, Elijah Molden, got some high praise from a veteran NFL analyst in Greg Cosell on one of our 104.5 The Zone podcasts. Plus, Coach Josh Heupel on J. Martin Ramon yesterday highlighted a group of the team that I think is one of the most underrated parts of this Tennessee football team. Friday on the Zone Daily Podcast. Let's get it started right now. Yesterday's headlines, tonight's topics, and one big story you need to know. This is the Zone Daily Podcast with Will Bowling. Happy Friday to you, wherever you are listening to today's podcast. Hope you are doing well. As you get ready for Titans and Bears this Saturday, Tennessee football game week coming up as the weekend ends officially on Monday, and maybe some high school football tonight. We'll be at Brentwood Academy and CPA out at CPA down there just south of Nashville tonight on 104.5 The Zone. We begin the podcast with a Titans update. We'll start with observations from Thursday's practice before we get to what Mike Frabel had to say yesterday. Danico Autry was a guy that was back on the practice field. He was working with the outside linebackers during individual drills, despite where he usually goes with the defensive line. Sam Ficken, 7 of 7 on field goals once again from 33, 36, all the way up to 46. But in that 30 to mid-40s range, Yesterday, uh, not practicing for the Titans, Josh Reynolds, Dane Cruikshank, Darrington Evans, Chris Jackson, Jayon Brown, among others, as well as Roger Saffold. Julio Jones has been on the field each of the last couple of days. We've seen more of him this week. He was not on the field in uniform uh, for the individual drills or the team practices today but he was in uniform for the stretch portion of practice. And linebacker David Long left early yesterday at training camp practice on what was officially the final day of Tennessee Titans training camp. The Titans will be back on the field, of course, this Saturday. It's the Chicago Bears in Nissan Stadium. Mike Vrabel met with the media yesterday, telling the Nashville press corps that he has not yet had a negative test and at this point is not planning to be on the sideline for Saturday's game. Now, ESPN's Adam Schefter reported that the Titans have nine total members of the team, seven players, and two coaches who have tested positive for COVID-19. We know Vrabel. We now know three more Titans players who we'll get to in a second. But then the Tennesseans' Ben Arthur reported that that statement was false and that they have nine guys in COVID protocol. They're not necessarily revealing if all nine of these players who are on the COVID-19 reserve list have, in fact, tested positive for COVID-19. Ryan Tannehill was the big name that was added to the COVID-19 reserve list yesterday, along with tight end Jeff Swaim, linebacker Justin March Lillard. Uh, that brings the total up to seven, along with Jeremy McNichols, Nick DeZubnar, Harold Landry, and Anthony Rush, who have been placed by the Tennessee Titans on that COVID-19 reserve list. Not a big concern for Ryan Tannehill, especially if he's not feeling very severe symptoms. We know that Ryan Tannehill is confirmed vaccinated. So, not a huge deal that he's not in the mix for the Chicago Bears game. I don't think he would have played anyway. But still, the more this continues to drag on, the more players continue to test positive, this continues to grow as a bigger and bigger concern for the Titans as week one quickly approaches coming up in a couple of weeks. 
So we love talking with Greg Cosell on 104.5 The Zone. You can hear him Thursday afternoons on 3HL each and every week in the 4 p.m. hour. We also love having the install with Greg Cosell on the 104.5 The Zone podcast network. Greg and Buck Rising run through detailed analysis of Titans players of the AFC South of the entire National Football League. And yesterday, most of the conversation was about how to intelligently watch preseason games. And as a part of that conversation, Greg and Buck covered Elijah Molden after his sack, after his tackles for loss, after an exceptional performance last weekend against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Here's some high praise from Greg Cosell about the Titans rookie out of Washington. Lack of size and length aren't necessarily a limitation in the league based on his style of play. And I'm wondering if you could expand on that a little bit. Well, there are slot corners in this league who've been very good slot corners for a number of years. And, um, Mike Hilton, who was with the Steelers and now is with the Cincinnati Bengals. Kenny Moore, who's in your division with the um, Colts, is a slot corner uh, in their in their nickel, and he's very good. And he's not big either. You don't need to be long in order to be a slot corner. Um, I mentioned in my transition that he can match up man to man in the slot. He can play press both with mirror match technique and physical jam technique because this kid is competitive and feisty and he can play underneath zone. And the other parts of the slot corner paradigm that are critical is you must be able to defend the run because keep in mind, a lot of teams line up with three wide receivers on first and 10 and run the ball. And very often they like to run to the side of the slot because they figure he's not as good a run defender. So you have to be able to defend the run and you have to be able to blitz and Molden can do both of those. So he checks all the boxes that are necessary and needed to play slot corner in the National Football League. I love what Blaine Bishop had to say about him the other day on Blaine and Mickey as well, that he reminds himself of a young version of him, of Blaine, saying that he's not the biggest, he's not the fastest, not the longest cornerback, but he's a football guy who's going to get the job done. I continue to believe that Elijah Molden is a perfect cultural fit for the kinds of players, the kinds of personalities that John Robinson and Mike Vrabel want in Tennessee. Returns are good for this guy early on. So heading into the weekend, it'll be a Tennessee game week officially coming up on Monday as we get you ready for Tennessee and Bowling Green on 104.5 The Zone next Thursday night. Josh Heupel was on J. Martin Ramone yesterday, and you can find that entire conversation wherever you listen to podcasts on The Zone Podcast Network under J. Mart and Ramone. And he specifically spoke glowingly about the running backs on this offense. There's going to be a lot of talk about the wide receivers, the speed, the talent they have on the perimeter. And of course, as with any SEC team, there's going to be much more talk than any other position group about the quarterbacks. But running back is a position where I think Tennessee can feel pretty good about not only its starting talent, but its depth as well, which is pretty impressive considering they lost Eric Gray to the University of Oklahoma over the offseason. Here's what Josh Heupel had to say about the guys in his running back room and the confidence he feels running the football and establishing the success of this offense on the ground. We've heard uh, OC Alex Gillespie say that he is uber excited about the running back position, I think when everybody mentioned your offense, they always think about passing down fields. Just how important are these running backs to this offense? And what have you in your past done with the running game? Yeah, it it it, it really does start for us um, with the the run game. Um, you look at our our run game numbers over the last you know five six years. It's uh, 
phenomenal what we've been able to do on the ground and, and create explosive plays, uh, chew up yards, um, and, uh, and stay out of a bunch of third and long situations. Uh, the running back position is one where we've created more depth here uh, from where we were in spring ball. Um, it's a group where I, see, I think you'll see multiple guys uh, play a lot of football for us. Um, and I like what the offensive line's done, too. Mm-hmm. And uh, just for us, you know, as an entire program, we've got to continue to develop the depth here in the early part of the season, but as we go through the season um, and uh, continue to develop some young guys inside of our system. Of course, the last time Tennessee had a JUCO running back from Hutchinson Community College, it worked out pretty well for him. Uh, of course, his name is Alvin Kamara. Tyon Evans is going to be the guy for this team. I think him and Jabari Small are 1A and 1B, although you're probably going to see Jabari Small start out with the majority of the touches and the majority of the carries early on in this season. And I'm excited to see what D. Beckwith can do, a guy that's 6'3", 6'4", who looks more like a tight end or a linebacker or a Derrick Henry playing the running back position for Tennessee this season. That's all the time we have today on this Friday podcast. You can find us Monday morning at 5 a.m. once again as we'll recap Titans and Bears over the weekend and get you ready for game week number one, football on 104.5 The Zone, coming up next Thursday night. Plus, subscribe to the Ultimate Tennessee Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Lucas Panzeca and I have a big episode coming out Monday afternoon. We'll speak with the Tennessean and Knoxville News Sentinels, Adam Sparks. We'll talk with former Tennessee quarterback Jonathan Crompton as well. Get a full season preview and, of course, win-by-win predictions or loss-by-loss predictions, I probably should say, uh, about this Tennessee team for every single game heading into 2021. But we will talk to you next week. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your Friday night if you're spending it watching high school football. We'll do it all again, 5 a.m. Monday morning on The Zone Daily.